Let me hear you. Testing one, two, three. It's Monday at 9.45. We won't be done till 10.45. And then you'll be up till two. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be a shit show. Let's just try not to make money mistakes. How's that? Okay. Who's your favorite athlete ever? Michael Jordan. Why You don't even need to ever ask that. And you watched The Last Dance, right? Of course. I made the family watch The Last Dance. And you remember the flu game, right? Oh, yeah. He played during the flu. I know. 1997. Had- yes. Tied with the Jazz 2-2. <clears throat> willed him to win with 38 points while having the flu. Yeah. That's what you're going to do tonight in this podcast. I'm the Michael Jordan of Skip Town All-Stars. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you're going to play through the flu. I'm here. So bring it. This show bring is it. either going to be brilliant or it's going to be a total dumpster fire. Let's roll. <laughs> hey, listeners. Ever wonder what it would be like to sell everything and travel the country at the tender age of 50? Well, with our last kid off to college and the ability to now work remotely, we've decided to do just that. So we're selling the house loading up the dog and hitting every city from california to florida we're scouring the country for a new place to call home and dragging you into every restaurant airbnb and tourist trap we encounter along the way this is the skip town all-stars podcast welcome back all-stars we are so happy to be with you for another episode Thanks for listening in last week. We got a lot of great feedback on our landlord fail episode, the renter, the epic renter fail. We did. Yeah. Everyone thought it was pretty funny. Um. Yeah. Celebrating. <laughs> They're finding triumph in our defeat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, we have another one for you this week. <laughs> we are consistent. How about we that? We are. We are. Uh, so it turns out after we bought the house, we actually needed to also get a vehicle because if you remember... Denise had to turn in the rental van, the second rental van back during our trip. And we've been borrowing her brother's car ever since. So uh, it's been a weird state of affairs for us being this age and having to borrow cars and living in other people's houses and couch surfing, basically. Yeah, it has been. But if we had to do it with anyone, my brother and sister-in-law really have been the best. Um, They basically let us take the car when we wanted what started out as hey I may need to borrow your car for a couple of weeks until we get one turned into four months of me permanently having the keys to that car yep uh <laughs> so in between Mexico and LA and everywhere else we bounced Utah. around to it didn't make any sense for us to buy a car as long as we could poach my brother-in-law. So that's exactly what we did. Well, yeah, because we were gone. I mean, honestly, so we, we, we've been in and out of Florida so much that I think we technically have been in Florida maybe a total of eight weeks, even though we landed yeah. in September, beginning end of September. So we've made no sense to buy a car and it just pretty much sit. Well, It made no sense to us, but I'm sure my brother thought it would have made perfect sense to buy a car. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, we finally attempted to do that uh, a few weeks back. And before we get into that, uh, I just wanted to mention that Denise is a little under the weather with a cold. Yep. And a broken crown. 
Oh, we don't need to even go into that. <laughs> and I'm but getting yes. over five weeks of a cough. So, uh, yeah, like we said at the top of the oh. episode, this is uh, we're really rolling the dice on this one. We are recording late. We are recording later. A personal record for us. We have never recorded. By the time we record this and get it posted, it's actually going to be our deadline. Yep, it will be. And this is the first time it's ever happened. Um, just circumstances kind of like out of our control. Yeah. We didn't really have a place to record the last couple of days. And so uh, that's why it's delayed. But we're here now. We're here now. So let's get into the car episode. You actually had to lead the charge on the car episode. I had an idea of the vehicles I wanted. So I'll go into that real quick. Oh, all the way back in... June of last year, when she and I were talking about going on the road, I started pricing vehicles. I looked at the Mazda CX-9. I looked at the Mazda CX-50. I looked at the Subaru Outback. Um, what else was I looking at during that time? Um, uh, I think you even Toyota looked at a Hyundai. Highlander. I think you looked at a Hyundai one time. Like you were like, I oh, did. You were like the Santa Fe. The I think Santa Fe. One. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I just really wanted a fun vehicle to like traipse around the country and um, get muddy and not be afraid to like take it up one of the back roads. Like when we were in Idaho City, we could have used a four wheeler for uh, an all wheel drive. Toyota Four Runner, I can't remember. I did. They, were, I think the Four Runners were out of our price range, but we were looking at the Highlander for one hot minute. Oh, but you were not looking at the Highlander back in June. You were looking no, at I fun mean, cars. I looked at a bunch of cars, but yeah, and the Highlander. Is a fun car, but the Forerunner is more of their trail vehicle. It's just a little higher end, so I think it's a little more pricey. Anyway, uh, didn't matter because we didn't buy any of those back in June. We decided to rent a car instead. But that—that's sort of the backdrop. Uh, we wanted something that was good on gas mileage, had cargo space, and um, was comfy. Like it had to be comfy. That for me was a huge selling point. Like sure. you can get a a cool car, zippy as heck, all the cargo in the world, but if you're uncomfortable in that seat, it doesn't much matter. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Um, we spend a lot of time in the car. Yeah, so. I mean, honestly, to like, okay, just my opinion. I think the best car for the road is a minivan. I mean, it's so comfortable. It has all the space you need. Good on decent on gas mileage. Like for me, the minivan is was the best car to travel across the country with. And still, I think a really great car if you're going to constantly do road trips like us. Hard pass. Okay. Um, and not just because it's a minivan or I'm not like degrading minivan culture. We actually had some really nice ones when we were driving around. Uh, I just find that generally speaking, minivans, uh, as f- for as far back as you can pull the seat, it still leaves me wanting a little extra leg room when I'm driving. There's only so serious? far back I can go. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy talk. I get a little crampy after a while. So look, I, I know a minivan wasn't our aesthetic, but I'm just saying it's really a fabulous car to drive across the country. That's it. Ultimately, for me, it came down to did we really need that much space? I thought we needed space. I just didn't think we needed that much. And um, again, it came back to legroom. So I knew that some of the other SUVs out there were a little more. Uh, conducive to a guy my height and my size fitting in the front seat and you talk about comfort I wanted it as well yeah I mean 
gosh, we haven't bought a car in uh, 13 years. I mean, honestly, because we really let our cars run as long as they can. <laughs> I thought you were going to say rot. No, we take very good. I take <laughs> we very did, good care of my car. So I don't we know. We did take you. very good care of our cars. But, uh, you know, after 13, 14 years, yeah, they were but, not going to make the trip across the country. No, but my point is the reason I brought that up was because the last time we went car shopping, I basically bought the car I wanted. And you bought the car you wanted. And our car, my car, my car ended up being our family car. And you weren't like over the top about it. Um, I no. loved it, but you were just like, eh. So this time around, I really honestly was like, just buy whatever you want. Like, I didn't want to be part of the process at all, truthfully. Like, I didn't even test drive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could care less about test driving it. Like, I just was like, you know... Um, pick the car you want because the last car that was our family car I picked. So really that's how I went into it. And then you started looking in June and I was kind of out of it at that point. I was like, all right, whatever you want. Yeah. And to be honest, I wasn't really looking for a family car. She and I have gone back and forth on this and I wasn't really thinking about packing three kids into the back. Uh, I know that when the kids are in town, we need to get all five of us to the movies. But I also know that eventually they're going to be bringing home significant others. And, uh, I just, I wasn't really focused, frankly, on getting a third bench, getting a car that seats seven people. I didn't care. I wanted a car that was good for you and I, could handle the dog and our stuff. Okay. So that wasn't important to you, but um, I was, I was a little surprised that, okay, look, I know we talked about getting like a sedan and this and that and having fun. So whatever. I mean, again, like I let you take the lead on it. You're going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Okay. Hold on. It's going to be another one. Okay. We'll wait. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. There okay. you go. All uh, right. Go ahead. First quarter. <laughs> We're still in the first quarter, hon. We are. How many points am I up? <laughs> you only have four points so All right. far. All right. You got to get to 38 by the end. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, so anyway, uh, having as much cargo space, like I felt like in many ways, Denise was still stuck in like 2008 when we had three little critters and all their friends to stuff in the car. I didn't want that. She kind of did. That became apparent uh, throughout the process. We'll get to that in a minute. But um, we finally started going out to look at cars. And our first stop was really because we wanted to test drive a bunch of different cars. Yeah. So for us, the most logical place, I searched and I searched um, it seems like Carvana is going to go out of business soon because you mentioned that to um, me. Yeah, everybody is talking about that. Everybody in the financial sector is talking about Carvana going out of business. And uh, I kept getting alerts from them. Like I just went and logged into their website one time and uh, just kind of looked at a bunch of cars. And I kept getting alerts from them over the course of the week before we actually went to a car lot. And uh, some of those prices were dropping on some of those vehicles. Some of them dramatically, like the one dropped like 1500 bucks or something like that in the space of a week. I forget what it was. It was a Volkswagen Atlas or something like that, um, which, you know, we were also interested in Atlas. So we decided we weren't going to go the route of just picking a specific car lot that sells specific cars. We weren't just going to head to the Toyota dealer, drive Toyotas, and then try to move on to the Subaru dealer. We went straight to CarMax. We had a great experience there when we bought the ride that Mia blew a tire on in the back in the Salt Lake City episode. But uh, the kids have a Volkswagen Jetta, and uh, Mia has it now in Salt Lake City. It served her; it is serving her very well. We're really happy with the purchase, and we had a really great experience buying from them. Yeah, it makes sense, and I bet that they know people come and do that. 
I bet they know that. It's no secret that people go there just to test drive cars because they have every model and make. Which is funny because when we bought the Jetta, the guy who was there with us didn't really put a cap on how many things we wanted to drive. I think we only drove three cars that day. But uh, when we got to this one in Florida, the lady was real quick to tell us, yeah, we're pretty busy today, so you're only going to get to drive two. Well... Do you think that's because people go there to do that? Absolutely. Oh, okay. And I do think I, they were busy. I didn't think about that. They were busy, but um, we, we kind of thought at first it was like, eh, this is kind of bullshit. Totally. I was like, oh, please, I'm here to buy a car and you're going to limit me to three? I don't think so. Yeah. So I love how organized you were, though. Like you literally had eight printouts of all the cars you were interested in, which really made the process like move along so well. Oh, um, thanks. The thing about CarMax, and I don't know if everyone knows this, is that... It's live on your phone. So whatever you see on your phone is what they have on the car lot. It's not like you walk in and you say, oh, do you have something? I like this, you know, uh, I like this Honda Accord, but do you have it in gray? No. If they have it in gray, it's on their website. There's no playing games when you walk in. So also the risk is that the drive from your house to the car, Max, that car you have in your head that you saw online could very well be gone the minute you get there and it could disappear on the website. Yeah. So it was great though, because James didn't like waste anyone's time, including the sales girl. Like he had eight printouts of the cars he was interested in. And immediately when we got there, well, not immediately, but once we got on the car lot, it was really apparent that like a, a, five of those weren't going to like, it was not going to fit what we wanted. Like, you know, one was dirty on the inside, like just the fabric I remember was dirty. Um, the other one, like we didn't like the inside color. One didn't have leather, even though I think it listed or he thought it was leather. Um, another one, there was, I don't know, there was a reason, but five were boom. They were, go they were like not even. There was one that was sold already. Oh, okay. There was that one that's, and uh, I was, I was going to throw it in there when you were talking about how you can see it and it's live on their um, website. When you look on their website, uh, if you look on a lot of websites for dealers, it's kind of a bait and switch. Like they'll, oh. like you'll say, oh, I want the Jeep Wrangler, the for 2019, sure. and you get there and that one's not there. Or you'll call them ahead of time and you'll say, hey, is that Jeep Wrangler, the gray one still there? And they'll say, yeah, come on down. And then you get there and it's not even on oh, the yeah. lot. We had that with Parker. Like we bought hers from a dealership in Idaho and they had all over their website, $1,500 for your trade-in, no matter what. They had it everywhere on the website. We brought in her car and all of a sudden there was some loophole as to why we couldn't get $1,500 for her trade-in. I mean, dealerships are still like shady people, like legit dealerships. I mean, if you can avoid them, avoid them because... The experience at CarMax, I mean, we're not even, we're not getting sponsored by them or anything like that. We just had a yeah, really- Yeah, we had a good experience personally. Yeah. Per, like really, like you go in, there's no, there's no fuss. There's no nothing. It's like the price is what it is. But the odd thing is you actually have to walk around with your phone. And I was telling my sister-in-law and brother that like it is such an odd car buying experience now, especially if you're going to a CarMax because- you could literally be standing in front of a car and be like, oh, I really like this. And then it could disappear on the website because someone's inside purchasing it as you're looking at it. Yeah. It's weird. And it's even really though, weird. but you know, to their credit, uh, we got there, we were able to actually look at the car that oh, we yeah. were interested in that uh -huh. that had sold because it actually was there on the lot. It was just sold. We, we weren't allowed to drive mm -hmm. it because it was somebody else's car now. So uh, at least it was there and they weren't trying to like pull people in from the street and saying, hey, you That's know. That's true. Yeah. 
so we have a you know <laughs> we have a a 2022 Camaro and there was no 2022 Camaro anywhere to be seen. So we have this 2019 Jeep. I know yeah. there was a lot of that. Not at um, CarMax, but other places. Yeah. So uh, the other thing that I liked was that, um, you know, obviously there's no pressure. It's one of those places um, with a newer model of purchasing where you just go and whatever the price is on the internet, that's the price. Um, we would get to dealers, we'll talk about in a second, where the internet listed price was not the price they were trying to sell us when we went to dealerships. That did happen. So unlike that, at CarMax, what you see on the internet is what you're actually going to see on the sticker when you arrive. I mean, the salespeople even say to you, what does it say on the internet? Like, Because sometimes they don't have prices on the cars. In fact, the CarMax we went to, in Florida didn't have any prices. They had a barcode or I'm sorry, a QR code. And you, you just, you know, scan the QR code and that's what the price came up. That was not the case when we bought Mia's car. There were prices on the sticker. This was different for sure. Yeah. And so uh, we decided to pick a CarMax that was a little further away. Um, the closest one to us is a place in uh, the closest CarMax to us is a place in Ocala, but they just didn't seem to have the inventory of SUVs that we wanted. So we drove all the way out to Sanford. It was a schlep, but it was kind of worth it because they had a full parking lot. And of course. Um, yeah, a full parking lot of cars. They had a full parking <laughs> lot of customers too. Uh, so we walked around and we settled on test driving. What was the first thing we test drove? Oh, the very first car was um, a Toyota Highlander. It was the first car? Oh, it was the first yep. car. And then yep. the second car was the uh, Santa Lexus, Fe. Nope. The, Santa Fe was the oh, second the, car. The Hyundai Santa Fe. And the third car was going to be the Volkswagen. The Volkswagen Touareg. Um we had looked inside the Touareg. We decided we were going to drive it anyway as our third car. And yes, we talked the lady into letting us have three drives. Denise was successful in that endeavor. And um, we had driven the Highlander. So let's start with that. Let's just start in order. Uh, we drove the Highlander. I liked the uh, interior, the leather. Um, the dashboard was great. All the features and functions were great. Um, Denise wasn't driving, but I, you know, as I was getting onto the main drag there outside of the car lot, I realized right away, like this thing does not have a ton of pickup pickup. Yeah. So, um, it was a little sluggish in fact, and you know, I jumped on it and it was still like kind of not chugging along. One of the reasons I didn't like our old Acadia, our GMC Acadia, was because it did a similar thing, which is really difficult when you're going uphill and you have to be, you know, hitting a freeway at 55 miles an hour on from an off ramp from an on ramp. And uh, I just envisioned the same thing where it's sluggish, people honking, people swerving, well, and all plus, that. Plus, you know, stuff. when you're taking a road trip, you have to be mindful of the fact that you have to speed up and slow down on the freeway. You're going around cars, yeah. trucks are going around you, so you need a vehicle where you can hit it once in a while if you need to. And that that Highlander wasn't that for us. It had a great cabin. It was just it was not really. It was beautiful. It, it didn't have that feel like it was an extension of the driver. And I know I'm spoiled because I, you know, look. I'm coming from the perspective of having like your car. We know what your car was. Your car was a family ride. My car was a BMW 5 Series sedan. And even though it was old, the thing still stood up. It stood stood the test of time. I mean, from 2007 to 2022, the car just like, I love that car. You know this. I love the way it handled. It didn't have a ton of features on the inside. It was really bare bones. You hated it. But um, I freaking love that car. It was like the best car I've ever had in my life. So. 
Yes, you did love that car. It was a great drive. And I'll admit that car was a great drive. Just very bare, bare bones in the inside. Not a whole lot of luxury. No. And you kept saying you hated the cup holders. You hated everything. So yeah. anyway, that car is dead. The car is dead to us. Um, so, <laughs> so it's really hard to compare any car when you have a BMW. Let's be honest. I mean, that's a tough car to you compare to. Yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, so we we kind of sat on the Highlander for a second and uh, we we're like, okay, well, let's try the... Um, it was the Hyundai. The because, Hyundai Santa Fe. Yeah, because it had plenty of room. It looked pretty. It was nice. Um, and then we drove that. And I remember that the inside was fabric, which we wanted something that was leather, only because when you're in a car for hours and hours and hours, no matter how careful you are, spills can happen, whether you're drinking coffee or a soda or anything. So neither one of us wanted fabric. And plus, like when we went to the Narrows, we were wet. And it was like to sit on a fabric would not, it just wasn't practical for what we're trying to do. Right. Um, the car itself, like the ride was good, I thought, but you drove it. Like, do you remember the pickup was decent, right? Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was actually zippier than uh, the Highlander for sure. Um, I don't know. It have a lot of features on the inside, though. I think it was like less than the Highlander. I remember thinking, when we, we both got out of it. We're like, it was a nice ride, better in leather, and kind of basic on the inside a little it bit. Have been, it, it would have been a great rental car. I just couldn't, I just could not see myself driving it for 10 or 12 years, you know? I just didn't envision rolling up 10 years from now in a Hyundai. And I guess we should be ultimately like pretty clear with everybody. Like when we buy cars, we buy them. We generally don't lease. We're not the leasing type. And so, uh, and especially when we're going to be logging the uh, number of miles we're intending to log here in the next year, a purchase was kind of our only option anyway. So, uh, so all that to say, um, you know, I, I didn't think it was going to hold its value over time because the interior was kind of flimsy. I'm not sure okay. what, if there's a better Just word. Just crazy about it. So for a car that we have to be in for six hours and we're going to have for at least 10 years, you got to be crazy about it. Yeah. So then the third car we were going to drive was the um, Volkswagen Touareg. But as we're bringing the Hyundai back, um, we a little soccer up, mom. Yeah, a little soccer mom was putting a baby car seat in there. And I was like, what is she doing in our car? Yep. And, then, <laughs> and then the sales lady said, I'm so sorry, but while you were on a test drive, and this is hap- this happens at CarMax, she test drove that car and it looks like she's going to buy it. Yeah. So we're like, oh, bummer. So the Highlander was out. Yep. The Hyundai was out. It was like, oh, what are we going to do now? Because we this was our list. This was like... The other five didn't work. Yeah. So in the showroom, there was a Lexus. I think that one was an NX 350 or I forget. the. It was a smaller one. It was an NX and uh, it was, but man, it was slick sitting inside the, sitting inside the cabin. It was really, really nice. So she had seen us looking at it and she, when we went back out to the lot, we were like, okay, well, gotta you know, start from we got to, we got to find one more car to drive yeah. here. Uh, she recommended the um, RX 350. Is it the RX 350 or 450? I'm not sure. It was like, it's a sportier SUV Lexus. It was like a 2019. It didn't have a whole lot of miles on it. Lexus wasn't even on our list because it just seemed like it would be out of our budget. I mean, we want a nice luxury car, but it just, it didn't really ever like even click with us because it's such an expensive car, even used. Yeah. So when she brought this car around, it was black. It was so nice. Like everything about it was nice, but it wasn't like an overdone Lexus. Like, first of all, Lexuses aren't really overdone. They're not super flashy. This was just more sleek. And um, 
as much as I was thinking like, is this really a road car? When we got in, it felt like it could be a road car. It was really nice. The interior <laughs> was nice. They had the wood trim. Yeah. Uh, it's an, it was a, a Lexus RX 350. Okay. And so, um, uh, we drove that. It had great pickup. It was nimble. It had all these things. It was just, I, how much was she asking for? Like, it was were a lot. It was like $37,000. It was yeah, more than we wanted to for spend. For a we, 2019. Yeah. And we were looking at like, Honestly, we wanted to keep it around $32,000. And we were looking at like 2019s and above. So we were flexible on dates, a little flexible on cash. Yeah. But like 37000 just, I don't know, that was a lot. Yeah, it was for sure. And it was a 2019 that didn't have Apple CarPlay. It wasn't as big a feature. It didn't have all-wheel drive. That was a big It didn't have all-wheel drive. I did want something with all-wheel drive. Like that was my first choice. But then... um uh, it also didn't have the CarPlay on that particular year in that particular model. It makes no sense why they didn't change everything overall at once in their product line, but whatever. For whatever reason, that particular model didn't have it until the 2020. So um, we drove it around. We really liked it. It was out of our range. And we were like, you know what? We're going to start making bad decisions now. So let's we go to tired lunch. and hungry. Yeah. So uh, we got in the car. We, we left CarMax. Her, no, we told her no in that car. We just said it's too expensive. Did we? We did. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe you said we're going to think about it. Okay. We may have said that. All right. So um, we uh, got in the car. We passed your fa- your new favorite restaurant ever since Texas. What is it? Hooters. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh-huh. It's so crazy. I cannot believe I like this place. But, it goes against everything I believe in. Yeah, but I was totally <laughs> up for it because at the time, the Buffalo Bills were playing the Miami Dolphins, and I knew the crowd inside would be hype, being that we're in Florida. So we went in to watch uh, that game and have a little lunch and figure out what we were going to do next. Okay, that's his version. Here's how it really went. We went in to have lunch. I ate lunch, and he was on his phone for 45 minutes. Looking at cars. Yep. That's what you were doing. Totally. Yeah, I guess I was. And I so then he, the pull, he like lifted his head up after I paid the check. I, I don't even know how you ate because you never looked up at your food. And then he said, he looked at me, he goes, okay, we're going back to get that car. And I was like, the Lexus? And he's, and he said, yes. Yep. And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, no, I've been looking on the online and all these cars. He's like, it's actually a really good deal. I know it's out of our price range, but it's actually a really good deal. He's so we should go back and get it. And so we did. And we we went back and we talked to our friend at the CarMax dealership. And she said, okay. Uh, I said, I just want to look at it real quick. Uh, I have just a couple things I want to check out, but we are very, very interested in making a purchase after all. So it was still way more than we wanted to spend. Um, But at that point, I was like, you know what? I really like that car. I like the interior. You seem to like the interior. It had the cargo space you wanted. It didn't have the all-wheel drive. I had given that up at that point. Um, and you were researching that you could get CarPlay installed, like by a third yeah, party. So for you were like, like three or four hundred dollars, I can get CarPlay in an aftermarket um, upgrade. Yeah, so it was kind of like okay, like we went to the car dealership, and we're actually going to leave with the car. I mean, it had been like four or five hours at this point. Yeah, and I was like, oh, awesome, we're leaving with a car. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, 
so we went out to the parking lot and got to the car and tell the people what happened after that. <laughs> tell the people, honey. So we get to the This is car. where you get to rack up four points. So we get to the car, right? And our salesperson has a little girl who's like in training, like a little sales assistant with her. And so our salesperson says, okay, I'm going to give you five minutes. You can just take a look at the car, kind of refresh your memory a little bit. I'm going to wrap up a sale that's happening right now at my desk. So let me just run in. Mm-hmm. Give you five minutes and then you come in and we'll start we'll start the process. And we were like, great. So we're looking at the car, and then all of a sudden another salesperson comes over and she starts taking the sticker off the car. Off the window, yeah. And James goes, Uh, I'm buying this car. And she looked at him, she goes, Uh, well, I don't know if you're buying this car because I have somebody who wants to test drive it. And does your salesperson have a work order in on it? And the little sales assistant hauls ass up to the car max right our salesperson comes out she comes up to us and she goes oh my gosh i'm so sorry but while we were looking at this car that other salesperson was logging this car in the computer for a test drive and i did not get a chance to log it in that you were purchasing it because you just walked back you know we just walked in Mm -hmm. so we have to allow this this other um, party, this other couple to test drive this car. I looked at him and I just started laughing because honestly, like at that point, the Volkswagen had been like sold out from under us. And I looked at him and just started laughing. I said, there's nothing better for a salesperson than to tell her potential sale people, whatever they are, her potential clients, yep. that somebody else wants a car. There's nothing better. Like that that car's gone. Like we you can just sealed the it. deal for that oh, sales agent. Not we only that gotten the commission. We should have gotten the commission. And not only that, those people had already been denied credit on whatever car it was I they mean, were originally trying to purchase. So this lady was extra hungry now that she knew she had spent all that time with them and they failed yeah. the credit check on the previous vehicle that she had already spent time with them on doing all the paperwork well, on. And they came over, though, from another place. Like they were, they came over from another place to test drive a different car. And then you're right. I don't know. The whole thing just was a very gray area. It was a but mess. I, yeah. But I said to James, I go, um, best know that car is going to be sold. Yeah. I go, all she has to do is walk in there and say, oh, there was another couple that actually thought they were buying this car. That, that couple didn't even have to test drive that yep. car at that point. Oh yeah. It, it's like a live auction where somebody has the prize cow and they put it up there and it's not until Jeb over in the other side of the bleachers raises his stick and says, yes, I want this prize cow that all of a sudden Jedediah has to have that cow too. Well, here's the best part. So I say to him as they go on a test drive, we'll stand here and wait, but that car is not ours. And then he says to me, Denise, I've been looking for cars for months now. In the last two weeks that I've really been like searching cars, that car from this CarMax has come up as for sale the past 10 yep. days. Okay. Yep. Like nobody that is had insane. given that car a look in 10 days. Well, yeah. maybe they, somebody had driven it, but it was it for was, sale. It was on their days. website for a while. And of course, the one day that we're there, the uh-huh. moment we're there. Yeah. And so, so we left with no car. So we they left, bought the car. Yeah. They bought the car. Uh, I stood around for a while. You went into the lobby. You had already given up. Um, I just took the opportunity since CarMax loves to keep all of their cars open so you can actually look inside them. 
I must have sat in 15 cars while I was yeah, waiting. Because it was a while. I was like, oh, she's never going to go for this. Oh, the Audi, it's too expensive. Oh, this. Oh, Cadillac. I don't know. That's going to be a lot of miles on a caddy. It makes <laughs> no sense. Cadillac not... doesn't make any sense to do a road yeah, trip. Are you kidding? I know. We're not going to be taking a Cadillac up the mountains of North Carolina. So then finally, uh, Denise came out and she said, yeah, that car is like going, going, gone. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, yeah, we went home empty-handed that night. It was a sulky ride home. Yeah, it really was. And then the next day, we went out car shopping again. Yeah. And going back to when I said I had been looking at the Mazda CX-50 and the Mazda CX-9, I had heard from several friends, especially in the LA area, they really loved how the car handled itself in city traffic and the CX-9 specifically. Uh, They loved the cabin space and they also loved how the thing was good for road trips. It was great for, it was a great car to take to like Lake Tahoe or somewhere like that. So um, they're very zippy. They are. I frankly was more interested in the CX-50. It was smaller. It's basically Mazda's answer to the Subaru Outback. So it's more of a wagon. Um, I, test drove it and I freaking loved that car. It was so like, it was as if I was driving my old BMW. It was so responsive. I loved it. You on the other hand, weren't crazy about the cabin space and you were not crazy. You weren't crazy about the cargo space, I should say. And you were not crazy about the interior. No, I test drove a Mazda SUV like 10 years ago, 12 years ago when I was looking at cars for our family and yeah, it's zippy. Um, but it's so basic and the seats aren't comfortable. They have not changed that interior in 10 years. It's like so basic on the inside. And again, the seats aren't comfortable. So for me, I was like out. I was like, no. The minute I sat down, I was like, we have to sit in this car for like six hours. Now, there are other models. Maybe the seats are more comfortable. I don't want Mazda haters like on me about it. But like I could just tell you for what I was looking for, it didn't compare in comfort to the Toyota Highlander or even like the Lexus. I mean, even at that point, the Hyundai was more comfortable on the inside. But yes, a very zippy car. It would be fun to drive on the road. No question about it. Yeah, now they did have a touring package that we didn't drive, but uh, that car brand new. The thing you got to remember about the CX-50 and the Mazda, it's only been out for two years, I think, 2022 and now 2023. So there's no such thing as buying a used CX-50, really. Oh, and. Okay. Uh, so what you're basically doing is I thought like I, I would still recommend a Mazda. Anybody who says I want a brand new vehicle and I want uh, an SUV or some sort of crossover wagon SUV type thing, uh, I would still recommend it if you had the budget for it. Like you can get a brand new uh, you can get a brand new CX-50 for like and a really decked out package for probably like 40, 41 K, something like that. So um, I would still uh, recommend it for us. It was a little too rich for our blood. We didn't necessarily want a brand new car. It wasn't like tremendously important for us to say we have a 2022 or a 2023. So, well, let's be honest too. The one thing that we realized while going to dealerships now, because at that point CarMax was a bust and we were, had to move on. Um, we didn't have a lot of choices. I mean, whether I wanted the touring package or not, I don't even think they had it on the lot. Oh, they did. Yeah. That was like the decked out one on the corner. The one like, they had one with the tent in the lobby. Okay. And then they had the, the olive green one. That was like the full-blown oh, touring okay. package with the roof rack and all that stuff. Okay. Well, then 
we just we were fortunate at that car lot because so many car lots did not have a selection for us to drive. So the fact that that tour, we never test drove the, the green one though, did we? No, we didn't. Cause I already knew it was out of our, like what okay. we wanted to spend. So, um, and, uh, but you just bring up a good point. Inventory really became apparent to us. Inventory was an issue this, oh. this day more than any other. Uh, gosh, even the next day too. Like it's a joke. Like I walked on a Toyota lot and I said, I want to try a Highlander again. Like, I just wanted to try it again. Like, just just to refresh our memory. They didn't have one. Like, you weren't with me. This was a different yeah. day when I had to, like, finally... That's like, a day where I checked out. Yeah, I had to take over. Because I was like, he's he's toast right now. But, um, so we would get on the lot. <laughs> I was up until two in the morning. I know. He was, like, he was like Forrest Gump. He, would, he was like, OCD, wouldn't stop. And I'm like, enough already with the cars on the internet. I think you mean Rain Man. Oh, yeah. Rain Man. Okay. Yeah, right. you were Rain Man. Anyway, so I got my movies mixed up. Yep. So, but we did, there was some, there were a couple of times when we got on a lot and there weren't things that we wanted to see. Yeah. That Mazda one had a few choices, but certainly it's not like, okay, anyone above the age of 55, you just remember stepping on a car lot and there would be hundreds of cars yep. and like at least 15 or 20 of the same model that you were interested in. Those days are over. And I cannot even tell you why, because it's 2023. It's long after the pandemic, but those days right now are gone. Like you are, you are stuck with whatever they have, unless you want to wait. I don't know my theories on that. I think it's, uh, I think there's a little bit of market manipulation going on with uh, the suppliers and then obviously the dealers are only getting so many cars at a time. So now all of a sudden it's a seller's market. I mean, if somebody needs a car and you only have 10 cars on your lot uh, and you're seeing 40 people come in and out of your it's terrible. dealership per day, I think that's like a pretty conservative estimate, really. Like 40 people from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at night. I know. But you know, what? I got to tell you, they made car buying. Car buying was always terrible. Now they really made it worse because... Now, like now there's nothing available. So what was already bad is now worse. Okay. So speaking of worse, we went to the Subaru dealership up the street in Ocala. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's look- get into that. We are greeted right away as soon as we oh pull in the parking lot by a young guy, Um, you know, snappy guy. He came out. He was, I mean. Maybe 23. Maybe 23. Uh-huh. He was Could a youngster. 22. He was really young. Yeah. And I was like, uh, right away, I was like, oh, man, here we go. And so I'm like, what is this kid even going to know about these vehicles uh, totally. that I haven't already yeah. read online? So, uh, so you know, we <laughs> said to him, oh, we want to look at the Subaru Ascent, right? And we went to, uh, you know, we cracked open the car. It had all the space we wanted. It had everything we wanted, truthfully. Just the only problem was it was like $42,000. Right. Yeah. So, and it was a 2021, yep, something like that. Yeah. So it was already a couple of years old. It was forty two thousand dollars, and great that the car has held its value or whatever. But I'm like, that's just insane. It wasn't even like the touring package or whatever their equivalent is. Like it wasn't the, it wasn't loaded. Yeah, I don't. I I, I actually can't remember fully, but you could be right. I'm going to take your word for it because we had just left the Mazda dealer, and now we're at Subaru. And yes, you could be right. Yeah. So then we say to him, hey. Um, did we want to take that for a test drive, though? Because we just wanted to test drive it, I thought. Did we take the Ascent for a test drive? We couldn't. Do you remember why? That one was out of gas? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The Ascent was Every out of gas? Every car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay, so yeah. we asked to drive a car. I thought it was just the Outbacks <laughs> that were out. 
No, babe. The like ascent. I said to this kid, are you kidding me right now? Like, go yeah. get your porter and get this car with some gas. Yeah. He didn't even know what a porter was. I He's he was only there for two days. <laughs> is that what we is that what we found out? He was only there for yeah, two he said days. He, he said he'd only been there two or three days. Okay. Well, he needs to find out what a porter. Yeah. Is. And so uh, anyway, uh, so there's no gas in the ascent. I'm like, okay. And I was really short on time. I actually had to start work that day. Yep. Um, so I was like, look, okay, just I want to drive something while we're here. Can we take a look at one of the Outbacks? Yeah, because we had not drove, we had not driven a Subaru at CarMax at all, and it was on your list. It had been on your list from June when we were in LA. Right. I was like, we're here. Just get in one of these to see how yeah. it feels, whether it's a little one or small one. The engines are the same. Just is it zippy? Is it not? Like, let's just right. get in one. So uh, we went to get in one, and that car was also out of gas. Uh-huh. And at that point, Denise was hangry because she hadn't had breakfast. I was just annoyed that we're at a dealership and she was annoyed. And they were selling $40,000 cars and they can't yep. put gas in them. Like that's to me insane. And then that's when you and I in the parking lot had a quick little sidebar while he went to figure out a car that actually had freaking gas in it. Uh-huh. You and I had a little sidebar about what we wanted from a vehicle because we were not on the same page. Nope. At all. No. I basically spilled it out to you that I don't care if the kids can fit in the back. And, um, and then you said to me, okay, well, it sounds like we're buying two different cars. Do you remember that conversation? How'd that go? Clearly. I clearly remember that conversation. I said to you, you're picking cars that make no sense to our family. So you, you know did what? Say that. You go get your car that you want that makes no sense for us. And then I'll get the logical car in two years. And then I said to you, I'm not buying a car for our family. I'm buying a car for two empty nesters who are driving around the country trying to do a podcast. So Yeah, but I was just like, these cars are silly. They won't even fit our dog. They would totally fit our okay, dog. The our- Mazda was like, didn't make any sense. It was so small, the Mazda, but whatever. But okay. it had a great roof rack. We could have put oh, a cargo rack we'll put up the there. the dog on the roof rack. Okay. No, I did not say that. Okay. I would never say that. I'm saying it's not going to fit the dog. All right. You're right. The Mazda was too small. But the Outback, on the other hand, did have a little more space. Uh, it wasn't as zippy as the Mazda. And when we took it finally for a drive, when the found kid found some one. keys. He literally found one car that had gas. Uh, I was happy with the drive. Um, but I knew right away, there's no way in hell I'm buying from this car lot. There's no way. So. No. You know, uh, he actually texted me a couple of days later and I just, I couldn't even respond. I was like, look, I actually did respond. That's not, that's not true. I said, Hey, uh, not for nothing. I know the deal with Subarus is generally speaking, you get the, you get some sort of warranty where if you take it back to get your oil changes and all that other stuff, you get a lot of stuff as part of your service, uh, plan. And I could not imagine bringing a car to your service department for any reason when they can't even keep gas in the vehicles in the parking lot. That's a good text. I didn't know you said that. I did. Oh, good for you. That poor um, 22-year-old didn't even know what to do with that. I don't think he got the text. I think it went to his internet or sales manager because he still texted me two days after that, (laughs) seeing if I was still in the market for a Subaru. But anyway, like that whole texting thing. Did you cut and paste and resend it? Um, uh, I, I, no, I didn't. I just let that one die on the vine. Okay. Um, so, um, so we drove it and we left and we knew right away we were not going to be getting that car. No. So, and, and we weren't going to be getting that car from that place. So, uh, we okay. were frustrated. Right. We were still short on time. You had to go for a zoom, but 
as we were leaving, we saw an Acura dealer. And you said, let's just pull in here. And I think it's because you saw a used car that was not an Acura, but you saw something on their website. You're like, I just want to... Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it was a Jeep Cherokee. All right. So what happened there, hon? Uh, So we pulled in and uh, immediately young guy comes out, a little older than the previous guy. 25. And slightly more knowledgeable. Um, And he said, well, uh, you know, I'm looking at this. I, I said, I was looking for a car that was here. And he goes... He goes, oh, he goes, we probably have it there. He goes, but I got to be honest with you. Why aren't you thinking of an Acura? And I said, well, I know that Acura and Lexus, which is an, the car we really wanted the day a couple days prior, uh, are sort of in the same class um, where they're like kind of luxury, but not totally like a Mercedes or a BMW, which we, I should just preface by saying, we thought it would be ridiculous to try and drive around the country in a Merc or oh, a gosh. Beamer or uh, not that we even afford an, an Audi or a Saab, uh, you know, SUV. They, they make a Saab SUV. Did you just date yourself? They do. They make us. I have never seen a Saab SUV. Google it. I told him. I said, "Well, you know, I don't know. It's like in my petitioning of friends on Facebook prior to uh, even going out to look at cars." Uh, I got a lot of Jeeps. I got a lot of Jeep Grand Cherokees. I got a lot of a couple Hyundais, a couple Kia Tellurides. I got a couple Mazdas. I got a handful of Subarus, and I got a lot of Toyota Highlanders. And um, so no, Acura was never nowhere in that mix was Acura ever. So uh, you know, I basically told him like I haven't really considered it because I don't know. It feels sort of like it's a car that could be passe. You know, like nobody really buys an Acura anymore. So we got in this Acura. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Let me just tell you. First of all, it's cocoa colored. We always, we, are, okay. we had already named her cocoa. Yeah. It's cocoa color with the beautiful, beautiful tan interior. You sit inside. It like was like a cloud. Like you were, first of all, it was fully loaded. It was their like, their, it was, that was their top of the line, like fully loaded package in this car. It was a 2021. So it was a couple years old. Only had, I think, like, gosh, 40,000 miles on it, um, maybe 35, I can't remember, but it was fully loaded, like the most beautiful car, the most beautiful car, the wood that you like, it had the wood. It did have the wood trim. Oh my gosh. And then he drove it. It was pretty. And it drove like a dream and it had pickup, right? Yeah. It was, um, I would not define it as zippy, but it was solid. It had a solid engine under the hood. I believe it's a six cylinder. Um it was it was a solid beast underneath there. So it was beauty and beast together. Yeah, we loved it. Like we loved it. I was like, oh my God, this is the car. Yeah. This is the car. How much was that car? The car was forty three thousand dollars. <laughs> so if you're uh keeping track, we've uh uh-huh. we've crept up from thirty two to forty two at this point. Yeah. That's not even counting tax and title and all that no. stuff. That was just sticker. Yeah. So we're like at this point just and it was a twenty bad decision making. It was a twenty twenty. So it wasn't, it was again, it was just a used car for that much money. And I was like, this is freaking ridiculous. But I don't know, maybe we were stuck in another time dimension where we- I know, because when we got home, you know, you did start telling me like, are we just like those people now that haven't bought a car in so long that we we're like we don't realize what cars really cost? Yeah, that we, we think we're going to get a brand new SUV for thirty one thousand dollars. And when you said that, I was like, 
oh, there could be some truth to that. We, yeah. we could be those people. So yeah. after we had that discussion and he looked up the um, Acura, he looked up the model and everything else. And he's like, wow. He's like, okay, this is a really great car. The price is fair. It's not fantastic. Let me see if I can like, you know, just have a conversation with him about price. If there's any wiggle room. Right. How'd that go? Um, it did not go well at first. He knocked $250 off <laughs> and then, uh, he sent me the text and said, okay, so it's this much. And I said, wait a second, that's like a thousand dollars more than it was when we were there. Yes. And he goes, well, that's the internet <clears throat> price. So if you come in, it's a different price. And I'm like, this is bullshit. So I'm like, uh, okay, well, I'm not going to tell you. And you know, like I wanted to know all the parameters. I said, well, what if I make a cash deal? What if I finance it? What if this, what if that? So, um, turns out they don't really offer you a bunch of money off. If you're just going to pay cash, you think they would, but they don't. Cause that was a lesson learned. They so lose money that way. We learned that we had no idea that they love for you to finance. We had no idea. We thought that people just finance out of necessity. No, 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 yep. no. So, you know, they get you on the lease or they get you on the financing. They could give two shits if you have money in your pocket and you can just pay outright for the car. You would think they'd say, oh, this is an easy sale. Right. The salesman would be like, let's do it. But I think there's always a sales manager behind the curtain in the office saying, yeah, this doesn't make sense for the dealership, Joey. So... <laughs> Well, so, um, I think that you're right. So we batted numbers around back and forth all day long. And he all said, day, because yeah. we got back at like, it was early. We got back at like 1030 or 11 and you were mm -hmm. still at two o'clock. I'm like, do we have a car? He's like, I have no idea. No. And then at four o'clock, well, at two o'clock, <laughs> I told him, no, I'm not interested. I'm not going to do it. Oh, yeah, you're right. And you're then right. he said at three o'clock, he goes, well, what if I knock a thousand dollars off? And I said, OK, um, so what's the final price? You know, it's like, I just feel like this is all like magical monopoly money at Completely. this point. So just give me the, give me the, give me the price. And so, um, he sent me a picture of the car with my name in it hanging and saying sold to James Gordon. For and what was the price? Yeah. And the price was he had, he had, uh, so it was originally, oh my God, I have to remember now. Um, it was originally 42,500. He, his original price, he texted back to me, was like, okay, we go with the sale. It's 43500 And I said, this is bullshit. And then he's like, okay, well, what if I knock off this much? What are you looking to get out at? I'm like, I said, I want the car for $40,500. And he goes, there's no way I can do that. He goes, and then I said, okay, I understand your position. And I like, I had, was willing to walk so away. So what was, what was the final, like, what did so you So the final price, what that he got me to was, uh, 41,500. Okay. So that so was he knocked off a thousand and I had to come up a thousand. So that was the sold to James Gordon sign yes. for 41.5. Okay. Right. I went to go walk Roxy. You said to me, I think this might be our car. Like we're just hammering it out. And I was like, oh, great. I come back 45 minutes later. And I was really later. coming to terms, mind you, with how much money we were about to spend on a was, 2020 car. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Brutal. Like, we wanted to spend 32 and now here we are at 42. But after the talk about like, let's be realistic, it's a, you know, it's like a $65,000 car brand new, blah, blah, blah. And it only had like, how much did that car have? Like 20,000 miles? Yes, 16, like, something no, like that? Yeah, yeah. 16,000 so, miles. So it was basically still new. So I took the dog out for a walk trying to like, you know, just mm -hmm. talk myself into like paying more for this car, 10000 more than I wanted, more than that because it wasn't even with tax. Yep. And then I walk in 
And I'm like, all right, so what's happening? Are we putting a deposit down in the car tonight? Are we picking up tomorrow morning? What's the deal? And I said, nope. (laughs) And you said, why? And I said, because they sold the car to someone else. Here we go again. Three for three. Here we go again. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Tell everyone what happened. What happened was... Uh, little Joey made a deal. Little Joey. Uh, I think Little Joey found another buyer for that car. And he did say to us, in fairness, he was like, this car is not going to last here at this price. I'm just telling you, people who know Acuras know, and they're going to come in and they're going to trade in an older Acura and take this Acura home with them. They're brand loyal. I was like, fine, let them take it. And, and they did. Turns out they did. And so... Um, I got a call from Joey's manager and uh, she basically said, hi, um, you know, I'm sorry. Oh, let me rewind a second. There was a caveat. Like we had agreed on price and then I just said, okay, I'm good with the price, but what can you do about this warranty? Like this warranty that you're giving me isn't very long and it's outrageously expensive. I think the warranty was like $2,500 or something like that. And I was like, it was only going to last like two years. I forget what was left on the car plus whatever the two years was. And um, I said, that's way too much. That's way too much for 24 months of coverage. And so I I said, what can you do about that? And that's when his manager called me like two minutes later and said, "Uh, hey, Mr. Gordon, uh, I just want to let you know that we made a mistake and all this stuff you've been talking about with Joey. um, Yeah, it's uh, we actually sold the car earlier this afternoon. (laughs) And I, was I like, wish I were what in the, the room when that happened. Is going on. So uh, I said, Did you oh. say to her, there's a. F- I go, yeah. I said, uh, geez, that's funny because he sent me a placard with my name on it saying the car was mine. And she goes, well, yeah, but you were kind of waffling and we weren't sure if this sale was going to go through. So another buyer came in and they were ready to move on it. And we just had to do it. You understand that's our position as a dealership. We have to sell cars. And I was like, oh, oh. I understand your position for sure. I said, so, you know. It was kind of BS, and uh, I really do think that uh, you said the car was there that night, still on the website, <laughs> but I just think it took the their web host or webmaster. It wasn't BS because it really was like, you're right. It was, it was gone, gone the next, the next morning. morning. So you're yeah. right. It did take the webmaster just some time because I was like, oh, I said the same thing. That's crap. They want to hold on to the car. Yeah. They're going to get a better price for it. I was wrong. Uh, the next morning at 8 a.m., I looked and the car gone. was sure enough gone. You know, that's the second salesperson who told us the car was a good price and we should get it. The first one was the CarMax girl on the Lexus. The Lexus. And the second one was the Acura guy. I'm starting to think that maybe we should start listening to that. It's just hard to take advice from somebody who's trying to sell you a high ticket item like that. It is hard, but they were both right. In the end, yeah. yeah. But I took it as like, well, I mean... I don't have to wake up this morning wondering, <laughs> did I spend $42,000 on a an Acura that like my grandpa would drive? You know, I know you didn't really like that color, although I kept saying it was a really nice color. You had said, oh, my grandpa always got it wasn't even the color. It was just that it was an Acura. Oh, no, you didn't like the color, though. And then the next day I wasn't crazy about the color. Yeah, because you said grandpa always bought brown cars. And then the next day after we that, you know, the woman called and said, we don't we sold the car. The next day we're taking a walk. And sure enough, there's a guy with a handicap license plate on a brown SUV Acura that was exactly yep. the one we wanted to buy. And James was like, see, I told you. I'm yep. glad I didn't get that car. <laughs> I was glad, actually. So, And there was a point where we were running a little bit desperate. So um, we woke up finally. Uh, let's wrap it up and just talk about what we actually did end up buying. So the next day, 
he was exhausted. He's like, I've had it. I can't, you know, yeah. give me, I need a break. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go look for cars. So I, that's when I went back to the Toyota dealership just mm-hmm. to try a Highlander. They didn't have one on the lot. And then across the street was Subaru. Well, we didn't have a great experience at the one Subaru dealership. And I thought, all right, let me just go here and make sure they have gas in these cars. <laughs> And see if I could do a test drive myself. Because mm-hmm. he was really liking the Subaru. Me, not at all. Not, not my car. Never would buy a Subaru. But I also had to just say to myself, like, I bought a car that he didn't like. And he had to deal with it for 12 years. So, okay, I'll suck it up. And I'll, like, deal with this car. So, I test drove three different cars at that Subaru dealership. And I have to tell you, it was like... uh a class in Subaru 101. Like this kid that that was showing me these cars knew every single thing about a Subaru. It was insane. It was like he knew about 1998 Subarus. He knew about 2010 Subarus. It was crazy. So um, I left there. I test drove three different cars and he... <laughs> freaking sold me on the Subaru. I came home and I was like, okay, we have to buy this car. It was the craziest story. Because I was I like, have to, we have to buy this car. I mean, I wanted something that was like sort of rough and tumble, like something we could beat the shit out of for the next 10, 15 years or gift to the kids and, you know, they can go beat it up or whatever. And um, I mean, I always liked the way they looked. I had plenty of friends that had them. And, you know, it was like, if we're not going to get a Toyota Highlander, then we might as well like get a Subaru. Looked. I don't like the way they look. Yeah. They look like station wagons, but whatever. I know. But they do still, look like station wagons. It was just an but amazing car. Damn, they look good with a kayak on top. So get ready to paddle your little ass up and down a river sometime. Wait, are we just getting a kayak because we want the car? We're totally cool? getting kayaks okay. for the car. Okay. So. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Um, so I came home and I said, we have to buy this car. The one I wanted was an SUV. It was the Ascent. Um, I loved it. Really super basic on the outside. It was. It's like... I have to laugh. Yeah, it's, it's nothing like special on the outside. Generic. It could be any car. You could yep. take off the Subaru emblem and it could look like... You throw a Honda... Yeah. You throw a Honda plate on it. It could look like a Pilot. It could look like a Toyota. It could look... There's nothing about it that's special. Yep. But the inside was really nice. It had all the room I wanted. It drove great. Um, tons of safety features. Same like, drivetrain, same frame, same everything as the, as the Outback. Yeah. And the kid explained everything to me, told me it has a roll cage... Like if we ever roll the car, it's fine. It has steel beams going across the doors. He showed me where the beams are coming out at the bottom of the door and they lock into the car. And that feature is on every model. Um, I just, he showed me the engine and how if you get into a car accident, like head on, the engine drops to the ground. It doesn't come toward the driver and passenger. Oh gosh, I don't know. I could go on and on. All I know is by the end of the night, and I was there with him for probably two hours I was like, we need to get a Subaru. Like I was sold. I came home and was like, okay, this is our car. And they had plenty of options on the lot. I mean, not a ton, but they had like three or four, which is more than anyone else seemed to have. So I was working and you came home extolling the virtues of the Subaru. And as you went to sleep that night while I was still working, I all I can think in my head was, my wife is a lesbian. <laughs> okay. Let's be honest. We did not even know it was associated with the lesbians until I just thought it was super granola and crunchy. It. Like I just so thought it was I. like I just thought it was like everybody's going to say you why well, I already don't shave my armpits, but everybody's going to say you don't shave your armpits. I knew I, those jokes were coming. We bathe in patchouli oil and Those jokes were coming. I knew that. Yeah. I knew that what I didn't know 
were the other jokes? Basically, everybody and their mother came out of the woodwork the next day and they're like, oh, you bought the lesbian car. Yep, everyone, <laughs> everyone. And then I would ask people like, like, okay, I asked my friend. I said, did you know that this car was a lesbian car? And she said, no, not at all. But funny enough, my girlfriend and her partner, lesbians, they have a Subaru. <laughs> so I was like, yep. every person I asked, and then some people were like, oh, yeah, I knew that was a lesbian car. And then obviously listeners were more than happy to send yeah. us DMs They're and like, say, great lesbian car, guys. Congrats on the lesbian car. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I got so many of those, which I will share with you guys. One of my friends on said, great car purchase. My sister has one. And I was like, oh, cool. Is she a lesbian? <laughs> And he was like, why would you say that? And I'm like, because everybody's telling us it's a lesbian car. So I'm fine with it. I'm totally comfortable in my sexuality. I'm great with driving a lesbian car. I really like it. The interior (laughs) is dope. I can't wait to put a roof rack on it, a full rack and the kayaks and all the bullshit. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it rides really nice. I'm good. I'm good right now. And, you know, if any of our daughters ever comes to us and says, dad, I'm gay, then I know right away who I'm giving the car to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I never even thought of that, but that is really smart. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, perfect. It's like, a, it's an advanced purchase, just like our little house next door yep. to your brother's house. This will, <laughs> it's yep. an advanced purchase. Like we're set up for the future with our little house and our lesbian car. Let's go for a ride. Let's go for a ride. So anyway, uh, you ended up being at the dealership a way long time that morning, but you you were haggling with them. Uh, We were fortunate to be at a dealership where not only did they have gas in the cars, but when you realized that our warranty was already expired, basically, um, that uh, the sales manager was actually willing to go halfers with you on another warranty plan. Yeah, which is really nice. Uh, so it, it, that dealership was amazing. It's in Ocala. It's a Subaru dealership. The kid's name is Dalton. He was fantastic. He called. He's even checked up on me to see if I'm uh, liking my lesbian car. Yeah. Um, what is it? Bill Bryan? Yeah, Bill Bryan. And so, so again, uh, we're not getting paid, but no, uh, happy but to were, endorse. They totally took care of us. Yeah, we. I left that night and there was no pressure. Like I literally left and I said, hey, I need to go back and talk about it with my husband and what model I liked and what I drove and bring him back tomorrow. There was no... Oh, this price isn't going to last by tomorrow yeah. morning. Or this is done. the internet price. No, there was no. He was like, "Cool." He's like, "I get in at nine tomorrow, so hopefully I'll see you." It was like that simple. Yep. And so, if you follow us on social media, you've probably seen already and probably know already what we bought. But that's basically a story about how we ended up with a Subaru Outback uh-huh. for our travels and how yeah. how art like how hard it was getting this car and how hard it is getting cars now. It's just. It's terrible experience. It is. We'd love to hear your stories on social media oh. about your nightmare situations with cars. If you, uh, you know, drop us a line uh, at anywhere you can find us on social media and let us know, we will read it here. Oh yeah, for sure. I would love to read some crazy stories. Um, ours was, you know, four cars sold out from underneath us in a matter of forty-eight hours, and nothing on the lot, and you're kind of stuck with what they have, and. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, uh, we do appreciate you guys reaching out to us. I've had several people reach out with uh, locations that Denise and I should be hitting in the calendar year 2023. I actually wanted to read a couple tonight, but we started this thing so late. I have to get to editing this beast. So I'm going to call a lid on this. 
But I will say, keep those coming because uh, in the coming weeks, you're going to hear about the maiden voyage of the Subaru, which took us to St. Petersburg, Florida, yep. Naples, Florida, yep. and Fort Myers. Um, Fort Myers, yeah, on yeah. the way back. And it so, was a super comfy ride, handled very well. It was great. And lesbians everywhere love us, and we love them back. We do. Yes. Uh, so anyway, with that said, I think we should wrap up this episode so I can get it up to the bird. Empty nest, full tank. And I just want to say for the record, for your flu game, you did very well. I think you scored at least 38 points in this podcast. Well, thank you. Maybe a few assists. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. That's nice. You I won't held be, it together. You won't be sitting the bench next week. We'll see you guys. Bye. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.